Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to today. Today is Monday and there's another episode of Creating in Faith on Reality Arts Podcast. I'm so glad and honoured to have you with me. So today's topic is understanding and before I go into the topic, which actually is quite, I talk about a subject that is quite close to me and um, I guess maybe um, five years ago I wouldn't have been able to talk about it. I did share about it on my blog um, and um, it was wrapped up in a lot of other things. But before I go into that, I just wanted to um, thank you for joining me, as I said, again. And, um, you know, as you go through this week, go through it intentionally. Don't just allow things to happen. Don't just say to yourself, I'm not going to do anything. I'm I'm not going to make a decision because even in making the decision, even in not making the decision, you've made a decision not to do something. So you might as well be doing something that's leading towards, you know, you achieving something or you being a blessing to somebody else, even yourself. So um, if anything, try some self-love, try and nurture yourself to put you into a place where, as I say, you can be more productive um, and achieve the results that you want. Because, I mean, look at it now, we're, what, 11th of um, February. And (laughs) I know that we are going, we are naturally, you know, going through the month. Uh, the months and the year but it's just like only yesterday it seemed as if we were in 2018 and now look and I'm not going to be saying that every episode but I thought I would just mention that again to show you that time is going fast and the older you get the older I get it feels like it's going even faster than when I was say like you know in my early 20s anyway so um again thank you for joining me And I look forward to hearing from you. If you do want to um, donate to the podcast and enable me to keep up the um, recordings and, um, you know, expand and, you know, have some guests on and do some more exciting stuff, you can. I'll put a link um, on my profile you can via PayPal, I think it's PayPal me, paypal.me backslash Amanda Trout. Um, and that would enable me to continue to make some great recordings and, you know, expand the show. So I talk about a subject, as I say, that um, is is quite, is very, it's one of the most important subjects Um that I've ever had to deal with, and that was um, my brother becoming ill with uh, multiple myeloma and passing 
um, in 2013, in June of 2013. So a year before on my blog, I had, um, you know, we, we knew that he was sick. He, he was, he was diagnosed in 20, 2009. And it was one of those things that I didn't really, um, I, I, I've said this before, maybe not, um, I've said this before and what it was is that I didn't have the headspace. I was dealing with my mother who is living with dementia and it was quite a stressful time. I had a young son and I was back and forth at my mum's and then I spent a lot more time. I had to be, you know, staying with her for like three nights of the week and it was a really stressful time and when Robert became ill, I was just like... I thought to myself, if I didn't think about it, it meant it wasn't real. It wasn't really happening. If I didn't deal with it, then, you know, it's almost like you could have you could have paused that section and then dealt with it when you felt ready um, and nothing else would have happened in between. But um, that wasn't the case. And I remember going, um, I went to my brother's that day and I think it was a Tuesday Um, and you know, he was very, very weak and he'd kind of got weak over, over time. And, um, you know, he, he, he wasn't really eating. Um, he was almost like, you know, like not forgetting to eat, but you'd be, he'd be there eating and then he would just like, you know, it would just be, I know he just wasn't able to eat. And, and so, um, we, that particular day, we had to get him to the hospital. And so, as I said, we, you know, on my blog that, you know, he was rushed to hospital and they'd found uh, elevated levels of calcium in his blood. And because he hadn't, say, really, you know, like more than, say, a couple of bites of food, Um, because he was finding it difficult to swallow, he was very weak over like three days. Um, And especially if you're ill and, and, you know, and not eating, then your your body is finding it very difficult to to deal with um, the normal day-to-day. And so the doctors did their tests, did their scans, MRI, and they came to the conclusion that the the multiple myeloma was back. And... um, we had thought that after his bone marrow transfusion and the chemotherapy and the radiotherapy the previous year, we thought that there would be at least 10 years before we'd have to worry about anything. And, you know, in within that 10 years, which would have brought us up to... Um, so 12, 34, 56, 18, 19... So about... This year, say next year, would have been the 10 years um, that, you know, we would, there would be so many advances in medical science that there probably would be, you know, another drug that, or, or something that would have, have helped him. But that wasn't the case. He wasn't responding to the treatment and the bone marrow transfusion that he had had. And um, I tried to understand, feeling that, you know, it's just like, why our family? 
you know, why, you know, mum's got dementia, Robert's got cancer, my dad passed 20 years ago with an unknown illness. There just seemed to be so many things that we had been struck down with and we seem to be in a generation now where our parents were when we were younger and, you know, talking about, you know, well, this body had died and that body and they're going to this funeral. And I just remember a time when when I was like, you know, um, I think it might have been early teens. And, you know, it just seemed like every weekend my parents were going to a funeral or they were talking about, you know, somebody they knew who had died. And. Um, and it was just like why you know I was constantly asking that question why why that that was the last thing that I'd ever expected that you know cancer would be in the mix of our family and after I got the news I felt really washed out and um, I tried to offer you know words of encouragement when all I wanted to do was cry I I sat there thinking that the words that came to me were ones from the Bible and it's the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and that's in James 5.16 and it was then that I understood what I needed to do and my Tears couldn't bring a cure, but I knew prayer could. And despite everything, standing on the word of God was the only thing I did, you know, or, or that I could do. Because I knew that, you know, I'm not a doctor. I can't, there's no surgery I can perform or, you know, I felt very helpless. But the thing I knew that I could do was reach out to God. And, um... And that's the the thing that if we step out in faith, you will find renewed strength. And on my blog, I wrote a post and I asked for people to pray um, and join with me in prayer for Robert to be healed and for his family, his three children and his wife and, and standing with me to believe that Robert will get well and um and many people did many people responded really you know beautifully and um said some supportive words of words of encouragement and um so that was in the October and then in June the following year Robert passed and it was just like and I guess I'm I'm sure there would have been some people saying, oh, you see, you know, you were praying and he still passed. Um, uh, what can you say about that? And it's this word understanding. It's like, you know, there was no secret formula. And who's to tell that when I asked for the prayer that October, who's to tell that that? Robert's time could have happened sooner, you know, but we were blessed with another few months. We, you know, went into the next year and we were able to 
tell him how much we loved him, spend time with him. And, um, and you know, we were, the prayers that we received from my understanding now strengthened me then and it saw me through to now. Because as I sit here talking to you in my studio, I feel his presence. You know, I've always said, or I always find myself saying every now and again where I catch myself, oh, I wish Robert was able to come to Barbados and to, you know, just just see where I'm at as an artist and see what things I'm doing. And you know what? I feel that he is. I honestly feel his presence here with me. And um, and I hope that, you know, that's the feeling that his children in their darkest times, in the moments that where, you know, they're just crying out and his wife, that they feel his presence too. And, and I think that, you know, there's so many things about the fragility, our frailty and life that we don't understand. And we try and put things in boxes to fit how we perceive that they should be. And they can't, you know, they can't, you know, um, there's the scripture that says, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. So I asked for his healing. Now, perhaps I did get that. You know, perhaps that's what did happen. Perhaps the healing needed to take place in in my life. Perhaps it was that I needed to come to um, an understanding which this whole um, post is about, understanding about who I am and who I perceive myself to be you know, the the strengths and the gifts that we each bring and how we can encourage one another. Perhaps it's about relationships and not seeing yourself as an island and the courage that it took for me, because I don't like asking for help, to be able to publicly say, look, guys, can you pray for me? Can you stand with me in this situation? And um, what it has made me, as I think back and reflect, I realise that do you know what? I'm not on my own. If I, if I, and if I worry about how other people perceive me, then you would never step out of your front door because there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're wearing, um, how you got your hair, you know, whatever it is. Um, and so I, I can't worry about what other people think or what I think other people are thinking. Um, but it gave me strength. It gave me strength to understand that I wasn't alone, as I said. I'm not an island, that I'm connected to millions of people around the world, that I love God and I know God and God flows through me. And that we each have and bring a power and um, love and we, there is so much untapped untappedness, I was going to say untappedness, untapped greatness within each and every one of us. And we only see a fraction of that. And some of us don't even see it at all. So 
out of something that was very traumatic, very hard, very sad, I begun to understand that if I focused and I dwelled on those things, if I dwelled on the end, I couldn't give thanks about Robert's beginning, Robert's life, the legacy that he left, the gifts that he he um, shared, the advice that he, you know, gave to me, the 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 way that he loved, the way that he lived, the energy, the the discipline that he had through that sadness and coming through the other side. It's just like. I'm so amazed at all these things and I love him so much more. He was a brilliant father, brilliant friend, husband, um, brother, <laughs> even though he would have some tales to tell you about the things that um, we got up to, the adventures that we had. And I've talked about so many different adventures. We had some adventures and I look back um the circumstances and situations have made me realize what a precious life he had um, and how precious he was and um, how we'll always have. And I'm smiling now. I, I felt a bit kind of off to begin with, but it's just like I'm smiling now because I'm thinking about the life that he lived. I'm not thinking about the illness. We can't think about those things. We've got to think about, you know, his purpose, the purpose that he served while he was here, the purpose that we all serve while we are here. You know, we, we focus on the illness. I think if we focus on the illness, then, then we will always be sad. We will miss the point. And the point is that he would want to be remembered for who he is, not for what happened in the last few years that, you know, the cancer who he was and the, the the amount of lives that he impacted is the most important thing. And that's why understanding, reflection, looking back, opening yourself up to the rawness of the pain and sitting in it for a while. Because if we don't sit in it and look at it and say, okay, yeah, this is how I felt, we will never get to the other side. It's like walking through that tunnel, wading through, you know, what are we wading through? The pain, the the hurt, the feeling of loss. But when we do that, we come out so much stronger the other side. So I know that I'm not on my own in terms of losing someone or, you know, some of you, I, I, I spoke to a, um, a lady at church whose who sister's in the midst of that right now, um, we have to look at the strengths that we can bring to the situation, look at what the light that we can shine on that situation and look at how we can, you know, create those brilliant, beautiful, um, awe-inspiring, jaw-dropping belly, hurting after a big belly laugh, um, memories that we can 
you know, dive into at any moment. So every time now I think of Robert and I've got a picture of him sitting, sitting there, you know, looking over me um, in my studio and he's smiling and I'm smiling inside because I know that he loved me and I know he loved. And um, I know that I'm going to go forward in my life making the most of every opportunity, every single event, every single event, every circumstance, because that's what Robert would have wanted. He would have wanted us to achieve all the things we say we're going to achieve and um, make an impact on this world and be a blessing. So thank you for joining me. And, you know, if you want to share, please do. If you want to leave a comment, You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts and where you are and how you're dealing with things. And, you know, I always say, you know, take out your journal and express the things that you want to express in your journal. If if you find it difficult to talk about a particular situation, then express it in your journal, your art journal. Think about colours. You don't have to draw a particular image. Think about colours. Think about you know, shapes and things and and just express yourself artistically and creatively. Um, so stay blessed and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.